Hi, welcome to The Visitation on AM820. I'm Mary Beth Everhard here with my good friend Lisa Iglesias. Good to see you, Mary Beth. Hey, lady. How are you? Good. Thank you. And you? Are you well? I am well. Awesome. I am absolutely well, and I am happy to be with you on this sunny day, and um, I am wanting to divide. Divide? No, I want to dive is the verb I'm looking for. Let's dive into... I want to dive into um, something a little deeper today in regards to um, kind of sticky situations, if you will, or uh, situations where we feel stuck in... um, in a place, in either in how we're feeling or a situation, and how do we get ourselves out of there? Yeah, and um, and I I've had a few of those in my life. I know you have as well. And your <clears throat> timeless wisdom is always appreciated. And so I thought Barf. I would <laughs> I thought I would turn to you and say, um, "Hey, lady, what do we do when we feel?" When we feel stuck, when um, we're trying to, you know, we've tried asking for help or we've tried, you know, like it, we tried it on our own. Mm. That's, that's, that's what I'm trying to say is like, we tried it on our own. What do we do? Right. Yeah. Help I, I am glad we're talking about this because um, I, I can't stand that helpless feeling of feeling so you know stuck into whether it's um coming from you know one trial or another um it's pretty much like you said it's trying to to dig out by yourself and because either you're humiliated or it's an embarrassing situation or um someone has made you feel worthless or um or you believe that lie that you are you know what you what you do and say doesn't matter um that that was something that I I was listening to um, Jeff Cavins talk about this um, right here on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, and um, you can go back and find that in the podcast. But the um, very cool, almost a prescription for getting out of that feeling, um, and I really need that. I need those. I, I talk about that a lot, right? Like I need those action steps. What do I do? What did um, he say? What were the yeah, so he was talking about, um, and and maybe we can just you know touch on a little bit of like what how you would, because um, <laughs> I'm always curious like how how do you implement this because um, I gained so much help and wisdom. But he talked about that um, that we have to frequent the sacraments, that we have to pray, and that we need community. Mm. And then he talked about different ways, you know, there and and that basically. Like um, we talked about, you know, being we're daughters of God, sons of God, and that we need to be um, docile to like, what is God doing in our life right now? Like, what are, how is he present? How is, uh, how do I get out of this stuck situation? So um, the sacraments, right? Like I'm thinking Eucharist. Oh, big time. Yes. Mass. Because Because, like Eucharist is healing. So if I'm stuck. Yeah. Eucharist is healing, and that we have to go as Confession. much as as much as we have to, as much as we can. Mm. So, like, if again, if it was, if we look at it as like a prescription to get better, then we take the doctor's order, and we do it as much as we can. Yeah. Have you ever been so sick where you're like, I will take whatever you need me to take? And imagine being given a prescription where you could, the more you take, the better you feel. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> basically. Right. And so, so I mean, Eucharist is, is so much, right? Ma- the Mass is so much. The living Word of God is proclaimed. That right there, that's massive, and and it can touch our hearts in different ways, you know. On the on the on the cycle of the readings, like we'll hear something like, "I never heard them say that." Yes, you have your entire life. You have heard these readings, and um, but but, oh my goodness, so so that touches us. But then to receive Jesus, like poured out body, blood, soul, and divinity for us, that one thing, the best way we can ever thank Him, to have this union with Him. In communion, in, in receiving the Eucharist, oh my gosh! I mean, we're talking about like the steroids you need when, you, right. <laughs> when you're so sick. That we say, like, um, right before we receive, right, um, Lord, I'm not worthy to receive you, but only say the word, and I shall be healed. Healed, right? And, um, you know, sometimes I'll go to receive Jesus, and you know, after receiving, my prayers are so simple. But sometimes I think in the simple is where um, he sees us the most mm. accurately. Mm. You know, when we are like, Lord, I am empty. Mm. Lord, I need help. And you are within me. Yeah. And you, you, I, like, and you can almost, you know, I say words like, like you know, just spread, spread your, your body throughout mine. Mm-hmm. You know, heal my, my broken parts. Mm-hmm. Draw me closer to you. Such, yeah. such medicine. Yeah. And sometimes there's nothing but to pray once you get back to your pew, but just I love you, mm. you know, and, and just that, that that reception of his love. And then like you're saying, it's okay. So then the sacraments, right? So confession. And um, that, you know, sometimes we, we feel so uh, vulnerable and um, that we almost feel like we can't go to confession. That might be a, a red flag for you. <laughs> And me that um that's when we need to go mm. we need to confess like what we're feeling in this you know the misery that we're in well, what am i also doing i'm feeling pretty hateful towards this person <laughs> or maybe i'm feeling really um envious of this other person so i can't even get beyond my own self to even think about like that i can you know be be a better person be be a more holy person because you're stuck in whatever comparison you're in um and then otherwise, like, and it's a confession. A, a confession was a um, sacrament of conversion. Mm-hmm. I just learned that. Um, Dude, that makes yeah, sense. Deacon Doug, my sweetheart, taught me that. It's a sacrament of conversion. And I, and I, because it's turning of our hearts to Christ. That's what convert means. And that's so beautiful because, you know, in our rosary group that you and I um, share with on YouTube there on Catholic Marathon Mom, you, you, um, there's someone there and she is constantly praying. Haley. Um, yes, she mm-hmm. prays for, um, she's praying for her husband, yeah, right? Yeah. To be con- converted. But what is so beautiful is she's praying for her own conversion. She always says that. And it strikes me so profoundly. My conversion. I'm like, right? my conversion. So if confession is a sacrament of conversion, mm. boom. Boom. And that's what we need, right? Like that's what we're saying. Like we don't want to turn away from him, especially when our um, our, our most stuck moments. We're not. I don't think any of us goes. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to turn away from God. That'll make me feel better. Nobody says that. Nobody thinks that. Mm. But but when we don't turn ourselves to him, when we don't afford ourselves of all the things that have are available to us, mass, confession, all those sacraments. So, um. 
the next uh, kind of area he talked about was like um, prayer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in front of the Blessed Sacrament, <laughs> I, in adoration, I I don't know, I, I, I'm all, often feel like I'm, maybe I'm doing something wrong or maybe I should be, uh, should I have my face down? Should I, should I have my head bowed? But I often find myself just staring yeah. at him like, you see me, you know, and sometimes that's enough. I love that. That's <laughs> what, like you say, you see me. For me, when I am in adoration, you know what always comes upon my heart? Mm. I think it's the words of, is it Peter, I think, who says it? Um, up at the do, 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 transfiguration, he says, Lord, it is good we are here. Mm. And that is always what comes to my heart because I settle myself and I am like, Lord, it is good that we are here. And um that i am here yeah that's what and yeah uh, yeah it just when we are in prayer when we we can pray in our homes clearly we can pray in our cars we can pray in our bathroom right but when we are with the lord in adoration before him in his company in his presence yeah. There's an offering. There's a mutual offering, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember where, where was, who said it, um, which saint or. That's okay. That, uh, that Jesus is uh, in the prison of, uh, is, is, allows himself to be captive in the prison of the tabernacle or something like that. And I was like, oh, I, that sounds so horrible. And I probably totally butchered the quote. No, yeah. But um, that he would, that he would do that. That he would allow himself to be in every tabernacle of this entire world, present, waiting for us. And you know what's striking me is that he would do that with such humility because I have I have been the person who doesn't revere him in that tabernacle mm. as much as he deserves. Mm. And yet he has the humility to remain. Mm-hmm. And not strike us down with lightning as we go by and just kind of flippantly kind of maybe glance towards the tabernacle or maybe not even, or maybe we just never grew up with that knowledge Mm -hmm. that Jesus, king of the universe, redeemer of our souls, lives in that tabernacle. Whenever you see that little candle lit right there, that he's literally right there. That some acknowledgement of his presence is is appropriate, is is necessary. Um, and, And it just maybe wasn't part of our, you know, Right. Our formation, but hey, guess what? Now you know. <laughs> so right, and, and, and so when we are when we are in that stuck feeling, mm-hmm. right? To begin, like to like you said, you know, we have we have the sacraments. I think that is a good beginning. I mean, Jeff Cavins, he knows better than I, but <laughs> yeah. right, but but the to have that prescription, if you will, of starting with the sacraments, um, because that's kind of a ripping off the band aid. You know, confession is a bit, right? Yeah. And allowing yourself to heal. To be healed. Right. Ooh, that's so right. You, you kind of rip off the Band-Aid, I think. Um, and then you have, you begin, you begin, you know, like, um, I'm all about the visuals. So, you know, you have, like, if if the Eucharist is, um, it's like the salve for your soul, mm-hmm. right? And then you have prayer and, the, and, and 
prayer is that presence, mm-hmm. um, that constant presence. Yeah. Um, and it allows you to be vulnerable because when you're stuck, you need you need to you need to talk to someone. And this right. kind of go, ties into the third person or the the third part of it, um, which is community. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to The Visitation on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Mary Beth Eberhard, and I'm here with my good friend Lisa Iglesias, and we have been talking about um, the prescription, if you will, for when you're feeling stuck. Um, so those, uh, the prescription so eloquently given by Jeff Cavins there <laughs> in the podcast um, you referenced, Lisa, was you know the, um, to have the sacraments, the sacraments, you know, most importantly being, you know, Eucharist and confession when you are stuck. And then turning to prayer, prayer and adoration, prayer um, in the presence of the Lord. Um, because when you are stuck, you feel like you need to, um, you need to be in the presence of someone. When we when we are stuck, we tend to self-isolate, yeah, right? definitely. And um, I think Jeff mentions that we need community. Yeah, Community. And so if you are anything like me and you got really, really good at the whole self-isolation thing, um, it can feel really hard to trust anybody and share anything about yourself. And um, so I'm going to dispel something there like that's not a strength. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Surprise. It's not a strength and it's not going to protect you. We hold it as one, though, don't we? I know I do. So I don't want to. I got this on my own. I don't need help. Wow. And just like if anybody saw this, anybody saw this, they definitely would not want to be my friend. They definitely want not want to know that I'm struggling and I'm stuck in one way or the other. All lies. Mm. So I give you permission to give those lies to Jesus right now if you're listening. And Lord, we just renounce them in your name. And uh, the truth is that um, he walked in community. He was born into a family. Like from the minute he was born, this whole con- on earth, the the, the uh, Christmas, <laughs> you know, he was teaching us, you need to be in community. Mm-hmm. You need to walk. You know, we, we mentioned the rosary before here and like nativity and, you know, even getting lost in the temple, he was still within uh, the community of the family. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Uh, how do you reach out when you're stuck uh, to someone? Um, I would say look to who. Um, okay, what what are the things we sometimes we talk about? Like, oh, what did you just recently see on social? Like, oh, who the the top three people you see in your text feed or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, I would challenge you to do that. The top three people in your text feed. You can start with. This, this is really going to be hard for me to share, but I'm I'm stuck in this way. And um, There's a getting over of your pride in that, too. What yeah. was it you always say to me? And again, um, for those listening, this is this is a big gem. Um, and I think you got it from um, a priest friend, but I love you more than. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's easy to swallow our pride when we can say, I love you, Lord, more than you know, my mask of um, self-sufficiency. Yeah. Yeah. That I have all the answers, that I'm right, that I didn't fail. Right. Yeah. So the, so, so that's the challenges. Um, And and we challenge you today to, to, to um, cultivate 
in a little bit deeper way, those um, those friendships, people who are walking um, with Jesus, um, you know, some, someone that is going to understand that you don't just have a problem, but that you're trying to ha- handle it in holiness, that you would hope it would help you grow in holiness, that like, um, you know, that they're going to pray you with you through it. Right. And whether that problem be something like, you know, like whether you're struggling with anxiety or depression or, um, you know, a job situation or housing or, you know, any of those things. The truth is that the devil wants you to feel stuck. Mm-hmm. That That's that's where that's um, his kind of power play, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants you to feel alone. Right. And he'll do everything in his power to to. Um, perpetuate that feeling yeah right yeah and so turning to community um is where um it's kind of our answer back that vulnerability and community doesn't have to be you know stepping up on a stage and saying hello everybody see me right (laughs) um it can be just reaching out to like you said that that one of the top three on your phone and maybe you know one of those people is someone who said hey you doing okay yeah. And instead of, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because, uh, so uh, my my modus operandi would be, yeah, I'm okay. Because that way we don't have to go any further. Yes. We can just stop right there. How are you? No, tell me about you. Because, um, because it might hurt more. Well, guess what? Again, we're not meant to to suffer. In it. And I, I love what you just said about... Um, about the evil one because he has no play mm-hmm. all he does is go oh she feels like that about herself oh yeah i'm gonna be present on that yeah so it just kind of my oh remember last week remember last week when you forgot to to do that oh mm-hmm. i remember the other day when you forgot to do that and so those you those could reach that out to that person but do you remember when that person like it, it, maybe they're busy or maybe they're gonna remember when you did this right. or i mean you know you right and, and or or you lies. remember or you remember when it got back to you that she shared about right. the and thing. You ha- we are called the, the way to renounce. I think the best way to renounce um, Satan is um, what do I know to be true? There you go. What do I know to be true? It's 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 you know I'm going to add that to Jeff Caven's prescription. I'll there write you him go. and I'll be like you know what do I know to be true? Yes, um, amen. Because I know the Lord to be true. Right? Yep. Um, and feeling. Feeling stuck is a, it's, it's a, an open door for Satan, but it's also an open door for the Lord. And mm-hmm. where you turn can, you know, decide kind of where you're going, which yeah. direction. It's a fork in the road. Yeah. It's a fork in the road. Yeah. So, um, so as we pray, like, so you're going to Mass? And you're praying, and then you go to <clears throat> adoration, and you're praying, or you're at home and you're praying your rosary, or you're praying with us in the morning, or whatever is going on. Um, you're asking for more. You're asking, Lord, I, my heart is aching, and I, I don't feel like I have strength, and I don't feel like I can get out of this, whatever it is, and, uh, you know, and your help, asking for help, and. Yeah. Well, okay, so I'm 
I'm thinking that, yes, that is exactly what we need to do. But then there's the other part of of a relationship. So let's say, let's just put it in like a, you know, you're you're stuck, mm-hmm. right? And yep. you're doing, you're, you're walking through the prescription. Well, that means that someone like me has to be available for you. So we as Christians need to be aware. So we need to be the seekers. We need to be the people who are like, how are you? We need to have eyes and hearts. That's what it is to be a Christian. We have to have eyes and hearts that are open to the people. Like when you say, as you so mm-hmm. often do, and I love you very much, when I'm like, hey, how are you? I'm good. Well, I know you enough mm-hmm. and I love you enough to say, yeah, tell me about how good feels. <laughs> right? And yeah. And and but we have to we have to press in. Mm-hmm. It's okay. That's what good people do. Yeah. Is and, and that's what and in doing that you're saying to the person, I see you. Mm-hmm. And, and this goes whoa, to walls crumble down. Right? And I like, and I'm glad you say that because uh, I think this goes to um, not just maybe somebody you even know, mm, but I'm exactly. like thinking I'm thinking um, you had a person on the bus. You mentioned you mentioned something about uh, a Christian is. A, a Christian is someone who encounters another Christian or, is, or who who has met another Christian. And I'm like, what? So break that open because I think this this means that whether you're holding the door for the grumpy person who looks like they're coming in and you actually smile at them and they do not smile back, but you don't know what where they're at, right? Can you I don't tell you know. that I follow that person around Aldi's. <laughs> Don't do that. I do. I'm like, Lord, I am going to break that. Don't like, do that. I do. And I'm like. No, because we're like, over here recoiling in our self-isolation. And, right. you know, we and might I, throw a box of Cheerios at you. I, you know, I'll take the box. But I am like, <laughs> I am like, I'm going to encounter that person again. And they are going to, they're going to lift their eyes. Mm. They're going to lift their eyes. Um, and, and hopefully, Lord, they see you. Let them mm. see you. Wow. Not me, but let them see you. Because goodness gracious, I know, you know, like, yeah, but let it be you. But I think this is, this is key. So I know, um, I know, um, a dear one of mine in my family who, when they're going through a very hard time, what they do is, um, and we're talking like hard, like hard, they, uh, will seek out these opportunities to serve. Okay. So this add this into the prescription. Okay. Mm. And that's acts of service. And, um, that really re- reframes things. Yeah, it it reframes things for this, my loved one, but also, um, but for, for anybody, because the minute you real recognize the depth of someone else's suffering, mm-hmm. um, and it could be easy as like, hi, I'm here at the soup kitchen unannounced. I just showed up. Um, uh, what do I do? And they're like, they, they point to five boxes and go put those on the shelves and check the expirations or, Right. Uh, whatever. There is an action that is happening. You are. You have now put yourself at God's uh, disposal. You are going to be helping others, but it's that that act of being there just for a few minutes and realizing these these can this these cans this food. You know, this is a much deeper need than my uh, pride that was wounded from this conversation. But or it from also a- takes you out of being stuck. Right, and it, and it opens a door for community. And mm-hmm. so when you're feeling stuck, when you are feeling as if there's no door open, mm-hmm. getting involved 
you know, um, serving is, I, I, I think, a brilliant way of saying there's, there's, um, there's, I, I know there to be more mm-hmm. within me than this. Yeah. Amen. Even when, even when we just feel like. Yeah. And, and if you're be. stuck, you're not sure who to reach out to, reach out to us because we'll just let you know the truth. If, if you're looking for how, service, I mean, I got eight kids. You how loved know. you are. Not, what I'm thinking <laughs> is that they, they, us, we need to, I always hate they. I, I'm meaning like it's got to be us. Um, we need to keep ourselves open. We need to keep ourselves open to the Lord working in our lives. When we feel stuck, we need to um, open our hearts to the Lord. We need, and when we see others stuck, we need to be the Lord to them. And okay, and then also like not just necessarily. So, so we say prayer, and I, you know, for me, I used to always just be like, okay, so here we go, and here's all the things, and this is how hard it is, and this is what we need. We think, and what do you think, and 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 show us the way, show us the way. But how about just beginning with, Lord, I feel devastated, mm. and just let that sit. God, I feel so alone, and let that sit, or hurt, or wounded, all those different things, and um, and just and just be quiet. And let the Lord speak. And sometimes you may feel nothing. You might think nothing. Uh, there may no thought, quote unquote, would come to mind of Him speaking to you. And, uh, and that's that's okay too. It's again the discipline and the the um, humility to go and pray. But just to start, just start out flat out how you how you're experiencing your moment, you know. Right. And then see what the ask Lord has. for what you need and trust that the Lord will provide mm-hmm. and follow the prescription. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, friends, thanks for joining us today on the visitation. Um, We hope to see you again next week. Can we say a quick prayer? Let's do it. Okay. In the name of the Father and the Son, Holy Spirit, Spirit. amen. Lord, we just are grateful to have this time together. Thank you, Jesus, for carving out this little bit of space in our day. Mm. Um, Send your Holy Spirit. Tell us deep within our soul how much you love us how we are cherished lord that um that you see us in our places that we are stuck and lord we just ask you for your mercy for your guidance um for joy that will help us through the suffering and um and speak to our hearts lord speak speak our identity mm-hmm. the identity that you created within us that we are your children your beloved the apple of your eye, mm. and let that rest on us, Lord. We pray, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, full, full of grace, the, the Lord, Lord is with thee. Blessed, blessed art thou among women, women and, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, womb Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, God pray, pray for us sinners, now, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Thanks, friend. Thanks so much. All right, bye-bye.